think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Sports Betting Media. Hello, everybody. Welcome along to the Golf Betting Podcast. I'm James Butler, joined as always by the legendary golf pundit Dave Tyndall. And we're looking ahead with rather special glee to the first major of the year, delayed obviously because of COVID, the US PGA Championship. And Dave, this is uh, mouthwatering, isn't it? And one to look forward to. Yeah, it's always um, good to get the majors uh, going again. And we've had to wait longer than normal this time due to unforeseen circumstances. But uh, so long ago since we had the last one, it was, you know, you think how long ago was Shane Lowry lifting the Claret Jug? It seems from a different age. But uh, here we are, we're up and running, about to go. Um, so, yeah, I think the anticipation, because obviously this is considered the fourth of the majors, you know, the Ringo of the majors, some people say. Um, but but because of the because of the weight, I think there's extra excitement around it this time. Well, let's go through the uh, top end of the market then to uh, put us in the uh, start to put us in the picture. Justin Thomas's favourite ten to one. You can get Brooks Kopka around about the same price as well. John Rahm is fourteens. Rory McIlroy, you can get as big as fourteens as well. Bryson DeChambeau is in the markets at around about sixteen to one. I think there's the best price under Shuffle. Is about that same price as well. And Dustin Johnson is in there at 22s. The rest are 25 to 1 or bigger. Um, is there anybody in that list that I've just read out there, the top end of the market that appeals to you? Yeah, obviously the big thing about this podcast is that we wait until uh, Wednesday so we can see some of the player quotes. And it's always useful to do at a major where there's no real course form. This, this has been used before, but that was match play in 2015 for the WGC match play when... Rory beat Gary Woodland, but you know, apart from that, we're going back into the decade before that. So it's um, it's very useful to get players' takes on what what the course is now. I think one of the things I've really picked up on is the fact that everyone's saying how cold it is. San Francisco in summertime is very cool compared to what we normally get in the U- USPGA when it goes to you know the southern states in, in America. So very very cool. You look at some of the photos on Getty or the footage in practice. They've all got beanie hats on and big sort of winter weather gear for the early time, tea time. So, yeah, I think that's a big thing. So one of the things I picked up on was John Rahm when he was talking about the weather. He said, yes, it's almost closer to what we play on the European tour, which I've done uh, very well on. And hopefully I can this week. He says um, where he grew up in Spain, it's very much this kind of very, you know, coolish weather. Yeah. So he he's more than used to this kind of thing. So I think the Europeans will be not exactly rubbing their hands. Well, they'll be rubbing their hands to keep warm, I think. But they'll be, they'll be thinking this might just give us a little bit of an edge. So John Rahm is someone who was very close to back in anyway, certainly on my shortlist. But I think this sort of just throws him to the front of my thinking a little bit more uh, with these quotes and this real emphasis on, on the weather. So he's got 
looking at the weather forecast, which is again a useful thing to, to hold back a podcast until Wednesday, you get the latest weather. It seems the morning is a lot less windy than the afternoon. Ram's got a morning tea time on Thursday. So if you put it all together, he lost his world number one status last week. He'll want to get it back. So I think John Rahm at 14 to 1 is the player I'm looking at this week if you want to have a win only bet. If we're going down that European route, Rory McIlroy is very close to him in the same market. Is he somebody that would be worth a look as well? Yeah, obviously Rory will always be worth a look in majors. He's won four of those, not won one uh, for six years now, which is amazing. But he, he won the world match play here, as I said. But his form since golf restarted has been really really average and he's he's the one that's really come out and said I think this is weird without fans he's, he's not just found the rhythm at all he's found no one to bounce off it's kind of affected his game he's just got into some bad habits so that some players maybe just like an audience so Rory even though he's got that course form and likes this course he says it kind of suits his eye I'm just a little bit wary of at 14, so I would want more, you know, more in his favour in terms of recent form to be backing him. So of those two, I, I prefer Ram. So we like John Ram. He's around about 14 to one. Anybody else further down the list that uh, appeals to you? Can I just throw you a curveball before you answer that? Because yeah, I, I can seem to remember about five or six weeks ago on this podcast, you mentioned a player with the first major in mind because he had course experience in his university days or something like that at this course. And I can't remember what that player was called. Yeah, that's a well recalled, James. That, that was uh, Colin Morikawa. He won the Workday uh, Charity Open at, at Muirfield Village. Um, and he's very much on my um, on my shortlist this week, Colin Morikawa. He's been found a little bit in the market and he's certainly popular. There's quite a sea of blue on Nods Checker, but you can still get a little bit of 33s or, or 30, 30s at William Hill with nine places. That's a decent bet. And Morikawa, yeah, he played it in his college days. Says he could name every hole and knows where to miss it and hit it in the right place. So he's definitely one just beyond that you know, top seven or eight in the betting that, that you could look at Colin Morikawa. So, yeah, nice prompting there. Well done. I, I'm quite proud of myself with that one. It shows, it shows you do listen. I <laughs> Sometimes. turned away and played. Played on your phone when I, you know, when I started speaking. Elsewhere in the market, Dave Tyndall, where anybody else that stands out as a potential punt? Just some other players that have been interviewed uh, so far. Tiger, Justin Thomas, Beast, Adam Scott uh, have given little bits. When they interviewed Hideki Matsuyama, he did say, yes, this will be the coldest PGA we've ever played. So that kind of leads me on to Tiger in terms of other bets you might look at this week. Tiger, we, we've been down this route before, haven't we, talking about bad backs, but he... Will not like playing an early round when it's in the fifties, and he's got to kind of get that creaking body going, going again. So, if you're looking for match bets, if you can find someone solid that's um, opposing Tiger, I would take Tiger on this week. I know he's won; he did well in the Presidents Cup here, and he's won a WGC event here. But that was 15 years ago, you know, when he was um, a lot of a healthier specimen. But now he has to pick and choose a little bit, and this is kind of the start of a busy spell on the in the world of golf and I don't think Tiger will want to kind of risk anything so I think he's vulnerable in this weather so certainly in match bets I'd take him on we were all healthier specimens 15 years ago I couldn't feel Tiger's pain <laughs> oh, um, yeah. 
What, what, what else have we learned from the interviews then over the last uh, couple of days? Quite a few players, Tony Finau, for example, mentioned that this will suit a big hitter. But I think because the ball doesn't fly very far, then even though the yardage doesn't look long at 7,200 yards, but it's a par 70, you, you know, you can multiply that up. If this was held a little bit at altitude in hot weather, it would, would be, you know, it'd be a, a long test. So quite a few players have said big hitting will will be an advantage. Brooks Kepka called it a, a big boys course so I think if you give it a lash off the tee that obviously applies to, to John Rahm which fits nicely then yeah that, that would be my preferred option there's a few videos doing the rounds of the rough you know someone dropping a ball in the rough and saying look how deep it is well we get those every year at US PGA's and US Open it's meant to be like scaring everybody but you know, you can find a patch on any course where the rough is long. So I think you do have to find a fairway, but obviously you can blast it a long way. If you go in the rough, you've got more chance of getting it out and onto the green. So, yeah, I'm certainly looking at big hitters. Well, that, that brings Bryson DeChambeau, Dustin Johnson into play then, doesn't it? If uh, people are looking for a bit yeah. of it. Yeah, very much so. The, the problem with DeChambeau, he's never had a top 10 in a major, which is a bit crazy for someone who's, who's won a lot on the PGA Tour. He's, that, that's he's not going to last 14. forever, though, is it? He's going to break that hoodoo at some stage. Yeah, it's a record there to be broken. He's just gone off the boil the last two events. But you could argue a few weeks ago, he was probably going to be favourite had he played well in one of the last two weeks. And he's out to 16s when, you know, he could have been 10s, 11s. So possibly a bit a bit, a bit of value. But I think if you do want a bit of value on a really, really top name, I think Dustin Johnson is worth a look at 22. Because he, he loves playing in this kind of weather. He's, he's won twice at Pebble Beach, which, which is a couple of um, hours just along the coast, the Californian coast. He came back to form with a, a 12th last week. So I think this is the sort of course he will really like. And, and normally, if he was playing you know, at his best, he'd be in that 14 to 1 mark, 12 to 14. But he's 22, so a bit of value in the elite bracket. And I think DJ's probably that man. Is there anybody further down the field with a slightly bigger price that we can maybe have a, a bit of a nibble on each way? Yeah, we like to put up a... a Everyone likes to be on a big outsider, don't they, in a major. I think Eric Van Roy in the South African, um, you can get him at 168 places, 159. So some value in him. He was eights in last year's PGA, which means you would have collected your each way money on those terms. Uh, third in the Mex- WGC Mexico, plays well in big events. 20th uh, last week when he hit the ball really well. He likes Lynx golf, so he's used to these sort of cool, windier conditions. So you want someone at a big old, big old price, Eric Van Royen. We're going then with John Rahm as our main as our main tip. Definitely John Rahm at 14. That's that's the on the money. On he's due a first major. John Rahm. He's played well at Pebble Beach when they held the 2009 US Open, 2019 US Open. Those first two wins on the PGA Tour came in California as well. And just reading these latest quotes about the weather and the course, he's my win only bet at 14s. And then if you want a massive outsider, yeah, Eric Van Rooyen at 150s. Uh, is the one who could run into a place. And as I say, take Tiger on in match bets because I don't think it's going to be his week. I think that cool weather will do for him a little bit. And for what it's worth, listeners, I'm throwing in Colin Morikawa just because I could remember. Having gone through all that trouble, I think if you, if you didn't back Colin Morikawa, you'd be kicking yourself. Well, Dave, as always, thank you very much for joining me on the Golf Betting Podcast today. If you uh, want to follow Dave in, then feel free to do so. If you want to follow me in with Morikawa, then more than feel free to do so. And make sure you gamble responsibly. Dave Tindall, thank you very much. Thanks, James. Sports Social Podcast Network.